this version of Gloom with these members is definitely the uh, most fun I've ever had making music with anybody ever. So uh, cool. I second that. Cool I'll say it group. again. Yeah, yeah. Cool. everybody is we're so like good at their like instruments. It's just know. so nice. We love you guys. Text me when you get home. <laughs> Text me when you get home. And just like that, welcome back to the Slappy Syndicate Show. We have a kick-ass band backstage. Uh, they formed in 2017 in the depths of despair. They are based out of Tampa, Florida, which was news to me today, which is super cool. Um, local band to myself here in Orlando. Uh, without further ado... Let's get ready to rumble! Thank you, thank you uh, for the introduction there. Uh, we are going to play a small clip, a uh, 30-second clip to make your ear holes moist, to pleasure your ear holes, and give you a little taste of this band. That's a fucking banger right there. So, uh, again, we are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, and for the folks listening to us in the future, it is much appreciated. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Without further ado, let's bring in the rock stars from Gloom Child. How are we doing? So I learned a ton of new information today from, you're from Tampa which I didn't know. So uh, my bad folks, but uh, that's pretty cool. Just to hop, skip and a jump down the way. And yeah. uh, you guys actually have a show tomorrow um, at one of the, uh, go ahead and tell them what uh, one of the markets four to seven. Um, yeah. So if I can make it, I'm going to go check you guys out because you guys are a kick-ass band, killer band. I um, have had some huge success lately. Uh, but before I get ahead of myself, go ahead and introduce yourself, what you play and, and we'll go from there. I'm Justin, I sing. I'm Joey, I play guitar. I'm Sherry, I play the drums. I'm Tom, I also play guitar. And I'm Cody, and I play bass. Okay, so Cody's the slap of the bass, man. So, yes, all right. Um, it's, it's very cool, Sherry, that you play drums and, and you are in a band. There's not a whole lot of, I mean, there's several female-fronted bands, uh, but there's not too many female drummers, so that's uh, super cool in itself right there. Uh, so props to you on that. Um, you know, and how would you guys describe your music, what you sound like? Or, or I mean, that I mean that's so broad, but uh, you're kind of metalcore. You got so many different riffs. And I know there for a while you guys, uh, it took you guys about three years um, to really dial in your, your tunes, your vibes, um, as you had, you know, some ins and outs with uh, some members, things like that. So uh, describe to the listeners out there that have not heard of uh, Gloom Child, what could we expect? Um, I feel like if you listen to the latest single, that song is a song that we uh, 
I think generally the band kind of agrees that it represents our style uh, really well. Maybe better than a lot of other songs that we put on in the past. Uh, it's got heavy riffs. It has violins and strings and 70s, 80s style synthesizing stuff and uh, and cool drumming, you know, and screaming and singing. So a little bit of everything. Yeah, and I love it. Like you said, you explained it perfectly well. Um, you got some clean vocals. You have the the screaming. Well, not the screaming, but, you know, the heavy, the growling, the screaming, things like that. So it's kind of, um, man, you guys are going to go places. And, and speaking of that, your last song or your most recent song uh, was Underpass, the deluxe version. Uh, that's been hugely popular. That's gotten over 5,000 screen, screens, uh, 5,000 streams <laughs> uh, since it's... Uh, been released at the end of April. So within a month, um, you've gotten over 5,000 plays, uh, roughly 1,900 new listeners. Um, so that song has done you guys justice. Uh, so tell us a little bit how that feels. Like, I mean, that's a huge deal. So, yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, Amazing. Very, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm so thankful for everyone out there who's streaming our song and, you know, keep watching the YouTube video and everything because it was a lot of hard work that really feels like it's. You know was that hard work you got the same results out of it you know, put in what you get out and we really worked our ass off to make that happen so yeah that music video we filmed it in my garage uh, so and like I, tom has some nice cameras and joey and they both work with cameras more than the rest of us so kind of made them you know the directors and they killed it and joey's also really great at editing video and i'm learning to chop things up too so we it was a long process to get that done compared to just having someone film your video and you know because we also record all the stuff in-house too so i had to like mix it and all this stuff all this shit but uh it was so much hard work and it feels like it, it's paid off really well and it feels really good it's super gratifying i think for me and, and there's so so much work behind the scenes that you know us as a listener don't know or don't really appreciate or understand you know like you explain the videos and everything else that you guys have to do you do yeah. it in-house so not only are you creating the music you are making the videos etc so um we got your take on it cody tom sherry joey mm -hmm. how, how you feeling so i just pulled it up and you are almost at three thousand listeners just on spotify alone oh. so Hell yeah. That's that feels amazing. amazing. Before yeah. before we released Underpass, actually a month ago, we were at a hundred and fifty something. So yeah. that just that's a huge. Yep. There you yeah. go. I remember when we released our first, um, well, not first, but we released the single Solemn, um, and that was a single that we released um, with with all of us in the lineup and and it felt so good to see i remember 71 monthly listeners and now that has climbed a lot yeah. <laughs> since then it just feels so good and if you're anything like me i'm watching i'm watching the numbers consistently like it's trickling like i'm like come on hurry up hurry up hurry and, you know you get that uh those number anxiety like just hurry up like hit that number dang it so oh, i don't know how you yeah. feel but you are super close i'm definitely yeah. like that like exactly like keep watching yeah got it there's no really, sorry there's a really odd balance between like 
Because you work so long to get to this point where people actually start listening to you. And then it's almost like this imposter syndrome where you're like, oh, man, is this really happening? Do we really like, did we work for this? But then like years of hard work every day go by and you're like, okay, you got it. It's like this weird back and forth pull. Yeah. And Cody, the bass player, the man of many words, how do you feel? Yeah, uh, really good. I I basically took the helm for like the the marketing for that single, and I had like a very specific goal that I wanted to hit, and like I wanted to get a thousand streams in the first week, and it was like the last day, and it was like on trajectory, and I was just like. It worked like everything that like I put a bunch of time researching, like um, people to reach out to people to like submit the song to just to like have them share it or put it on their like playlist or just talk about it, make a post, etc. And yeah, it was very gratifying that all the the time that we took to research all this stuff actually like paid off. So. Yeah, and, and I will say great. Cody's a genius yeah, when it comes to that. Cody is a genius. Uh, thank you. Yeah, this is all for you, Cody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the algorithm, don't get me started on the algorithm. I'm if trying to cheat it, it. Please somehow. let me know because uh, I, the <laughs> algorithm really pisses me off. Yeah, like, I wouldn't claim <laughs> to do that, but uh, definitely trying to work it in our favor as best I can. So. Yeah, the algorithm is something else. So I'd like to piss on the algorithm. Right. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. And I just like even on TikTok, you know, I you know, one video I'll get X okay. amount of views and the next one I get two. I'm like, how the hell does this work? TikTok yeah. really <laughs> pissed me off. I have a story about TikTok. So I made like so I made like a new account because I have like whenever I'm like bored and sad, I make like hip hop beats. And I made this tick. I made like a whole TikTok for it. And like the first video, I'm like, let me make a beat from scratch on Ableton. And I did like a live loop thing, put it on. Not more than two minutes later, did the audio get muted because of a fucking copyright strike? Like, tell me how that song did not exist in like until the video. But so I just like quit TikTok. I'm like, fuck this. I deleted my account. I haven't looked back. They're like, screw you, Tom. Yeah, fuck you, Tom. You guys. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but you guys are rocking it out. Uh, so prior to the newest release uh, that we just spoke about, you guys were in something pretty prestigious uh, with the Space Zebra Show, and mind you, balls, Josh Balls, uh, one of the owners of Parlor Root Beer. I really yeah. hate you right now because I'm addicted to the Birch Beer and I cannot stop drinking it. I'm probably going to get diabetes because I've drank like 23 already. But anyway, thank you, Josh, for for hooking me up with some root beer. But oh, yeah. um, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Shout out to root beer. Of, uh, Josh Balls, actually, we love Motionless and White, and we used to love uh, everything he did. Yeah, I, I used to be obsessed with you know I, yeah. I used to play a synth in the first band i was ever in with this guy and you know that was old like 10 12 years ago but i used to want to be like josh balls <laughs> rock it out just like yeah. that on the synth so i was living the root beer dream so. yeah <laughs> and yeah. It got me addicted to it so uh yes there we are but yeah so you guys uh you know bobby uh josh uh, bowls and producer jake you guys uh, they do a show that's called um the Space Zebra on DW Presents, where they have battle for the big stage and they have uh, unsigned charts. Uh, so 
Bloomchild actually made it to the Elite Eight, uh, one of the um, brackets uh, several months ago. Uh, so how stressful is that? Because me, as a uh, oh as, as I watch it, <laughs> I'm not even in a band. And when yeah. I watch it, I'm like, man, this is so tough. This is like, mm-hmm. like I need like I need a Xanax just watching the damn show. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. that. Yeah, we're definitely slamming uh, Jameson. And stuff. <laughs> Watching uh, in absolutely. We're having like, fun, honestly. Like, we're yeah, just we're, we're just making the most fun of it as we can because really, we can't control what everyone else thinks of our music. But we know, you know, we're luck. We're lucky to have been in that contest, and we know that you know we've been working for it. And to to get those uh, reactions from everyone um, in those crew in that crew. You know, those are people we look up to. So yeah, it meant Paul, a lot geez. like to be in that contest yeah. for real. So, so don't thing. forget, yeah. another bracket is starting this month. You have a new song that was just released yeah. uh, at the end of April. So uh, very nice. That's the thing. You I should think. submit it. <laughs> well, we, uh, we actually, we this isn't turning me off from anything, but we uh, submitted Underpass for, what was it there, Uncharted Music. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncharted, review, yeah, yeah. And we actually didn't make we it. Bombed. We like, bombed. We bombed, yeah. Like they didn't like, I don't know what was with the chat that day, but they didn't like it. But we'll on, the, the con- on the contrary, before the song started, all the, you know, Josh and Bobby, they, they were like, we love this band. This is yeah. one of the best bands that we play on the show. So just hearing that, I'm like, that Man, so that meant a lot at first yeah. before they even played the yeah. song. And then when we yeah. when the fans voted, like at that point, it didn't mean anything to me because I'm like, like, dude, they, love already, it, right? they just said we're one of the best bands they play on the show. So <laughs> like that means a lot already right there. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm I'm, you know, salute to the DWP yeah. crew. Very you know? grateful. Yeah, salute absolutely. That was super fun. I'm really thankful for that experience. Yeah, some of the days us folks in the chats are a little cranky. So I mean, I get it. I get it. So every everyone is human. We can't can't blame like everyone, you know, for being you know what they like, and (laughs) you know, we just do our best making the music we can, and we do like our best to give it to you the right way, direct and right, right, wide in your face. Like you yeah. either like Gro- you either like Gloomchild or you're just wrong. That's that's all there is to it, folks. Yeah, so, to that's fair. Wrong that, I didn't say it, man. I appreciate uh, you saying that, but hey, I'll take the blame, folks. <laughs> White trash, Donnie said it. So that means a lot. Hey, we're drinking um, whiskey. Okay. Uh, drinking whiskey. Uh oh, this yeah, might get a little rowdy. So, what are you drinking, Donnie? I'm drinking. I got three things. So I'm chugging a parlor root beer or birch beer which i'm almost done with um i got a liquid death and then uh when i was up at the farm in virginia i ran into this small little brewery microbrewery uh called damascus brewing and it's literally right on the appalachian trail so like the, like the the hikers will come in have a beer or two kind of relax and uh it's called uh beaver rage uh, it's an ipa so uh, super good super good I'm not an IPA guy, and there's only several IPAs that I can actually handle, and that is where he's going to fight you. Nice. No, yeah, no, no. Perry's no. <laughs> no. IPA all day. IPA all day. Yeah. The seventh, seventh Sun Brewery, uh, they have a beer called the Headbanger IPA. Headbanger. Okay. Seventh Sun I, in I, Tampa. There's all, uh, So Cigar City, which I yes. believe they just sold to... So I don't know if it was, they sold, I think they sold out or something, but on their high lie, 
I was uh, mm-hmm. like one of the three that I actually liked. So yeah. not from cigars, Ooh, City, but just I IPAs in general. So I yeah. love the high alive. That's super like Tampa bands from Tampa, like hipster bands. We all drink high alive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the Topo Chico's. Topo Chico's too, yeah. Topo I had a tall boy highlight today. I did. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. So, speaking of that, yeah, for breakfast. And then uh, the other IPA. <laughs> yeah. I'm just um, kidding. I mean, hey, gotta gotta put. Nobody that out specified there. AM or PM as far as it's five o'clock somewhere. So right. It's five o'clock whatever you want it to be for breakfast. You shotgun uh, an IPA like it's 6.30 a.m. That's the only way. I mean, the sun just gets more colorful. Like you have an IPA in your cereal. <laughs> you skip the milk. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds like just, yeah. Yo, okay. Speaking of that, though, uh, Joey had peanut butter whiskey like two nights ago. Yeah. I got to bring this up because I out, Shout it's out to my so mom. Good. Shout out to my mom who might be watching who who didn't like it, so she gave it to me. Oh, okay, but uh, he For mixed it with root beer, that was a and it tasted just like like an ice cream float. Like if you put nice. vanilla ice cream in there, it would be delicious. Yeah. Like a, have like a super ball float. Yeah, yeah, that, that was for yeah. Justin. We were all hanging out for Justin's birthday the other day. He just turned twenty-seven. His mom gave oh, us some- wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, Twenty-seven, the big two-seven. Happy belated birthday! So don't buy white lighters and don't keep them in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't do that shit anymore, man. Past that, (laughs) past that. All right, yeah, that peanut butter whiskey was was gnarly. I'm a fan. It was gnarly. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe Uh, that's nasty, but it's you know. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big uh, liquor fan. Uh, I can drink beer quite. Most of the day, but once I start drinking liquor, I'm like a three hitter quitter. I'm done. So yeah, that's definitely the way it's to go. Fair enough. So, so as, as far as the band goes, Gloom Child, you guys have three albums out uh, and then one EP. Uh, so 2019, No Love, Volume 1, uh, 2020, Volume 2, Grim, and uh, 2021, The Golden Years. Uh, so I'm just going to go. All the songs are phenomenal, but some of my favorite songs on there, I'm probably going to butcher this name, Devour? Devrow? Hooked on Phonics didn't work for me, so I apologize. And, uh, <laughs> so Heart Room, Underpass, um, Bleed in the Snow, and then we go all the way or all the way up to 2021 and the Golden Years, and uh, I cast this stone cast these stones myself and uh don't look down so those are some of my favorites from those um those records or those albums and then uh you have some singles in 2022 rune um and then slmn so what does slmn stand for uh it's an it's a secret acronym that we're gonna keep secret (laughs) but yeah it's just because it's like cheesy (laughs) (laughs) honestly I'm gonna tell you straight up. I don't even know it, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I I know the song the is pronounced solemn. Though. That's how we. Pronounce That's how you say that. It's solemn. So solemn. Okay. All right. No, this is what it means. Sloppy solemn. lasagna means networking. Said it. No, yeah. I know it doesn't mean that. It does. It does. Yeah, absolutely, man. You got to listen between the lines. Like, if you listen to it backwards, <laughs> that's when you get the real message. Between the lines. Oh my God. Well, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Right there, Tom just told us what it meant. So you know, you gotta. Sometimes you just gotta listen a little deeper. It's all Yo, these secrets are just like Tom right is a shredder. Like 
Tom inspires me on guitar. I'll tell you that straight <laughs> up. When we're practicing and Tom is shredding, I'm like, damn, I need to step up my shred game. But you have, and you actually sound amazing. You never didn't sound amazing, but like I can see that you're putting in work and you're getting oh, better each time I hear you play. You're doing I mean, awesome. That's that's an awe moment. Like, aw. Yeah, that was yeah. very wholesome. <laughs> like, yeah, that was wholesome. Like, that was loving. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Oh, Joey, pat yourself on the back, Joey. Yeah. Everyone respect, is ridiculously respect. good. Thank you, at guys. Thank you. And I'm like playing drums, but I feel like I'm on autopilot sometimes because I can't believe what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yo, is it me it's or true. did our focus turn into like we're in heaven right now? Yeah, because we're all we're all being very <laughs> right in the mood, man. You're, you're heading to the pearly gates. Yeah, <laughs> we actually all just died. Or hell, yeah. one of the two. I don't know where you're going, but you're going one place <laughs> or the other. Answer so. your question. It's it's just an acronym for a secret. And that's all. Donnie, Secrets man, don't make friends. Just so I want to just thank you first <laughs> of all for actually digging into our discography and obviously for having us on the show but i mean for actually listening to our music and checking us out man that means a lot and fucking we have a lot of music that people don't know about because we keep releasing new stuff so you know man thank you you know for letting the people know about our old stuff so i mean all of it is phenomenal and and you you know and, and you even put it in your um you know and and in, in the bio you guys have switched a lot of band members over the years but at the yeah. same time the sound has remained pretty consistent. Um, You know, it doesn't vary too much or, you know, like sometimes you'll get a new band member and it it totally sounds uh, like polar opposite. So um, you guys did a great job keeping the same kind of, you know, the same kind of music all the way through, even though you've lost some members and gained some new members. And, uh, and you guys have big things in the works. You guys are going in the right direction. So just keep killing it. I mean, thank you. Thank you. We're really, yeah, this, this version of Gloom with these members is definitely the uh, most fun I've ever had making music with anybody ever. So uh, I second that. I'll say it again. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is so good at their instruments. It's just so nice. I love you guys. Text me when you get home. <laughs> Text me when you get home. Bro, last night, uh, Joey made us all like vegan hot dogs, and it was delicious yeah. after practice. It's, it's like, yo, let me just whip up these dogs. Like chili cheese. You're dogs. my dog. They were fire. Yeah. So, they were so, very good. So who is like the mom of the group? Because we, we all have one in our, 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 our circle of people. Who Who is the one that's no, no more beer? Calm down, you know. We don't have one of those in the group. So who is that? I don't think we have anybody that will say no more beer. I'll tell you that straight up. (laughs) But I think we might have some people like I might be the mom in some certain way. I think we all have our own momish qualities. We we all have that. We all look out for each other in our own ways. Like we all know those. We're kind of close and getting closer and uh, learning the things about each other that um you know we got to look out for each other as friends and bandmates and you know this we want to make this uh our full-time thing and all ride with each other like real real unit so we gotta be tight and i think we all have each other's backs and i mean I think you guys can all agree on that yeah yeah Yeah, definitely but um when but sorry well no who's the i mean (laughs) 
Who's the mom? I mean, I want to know too. I don't want to take on that responsibility. The pants in the family, like Joey's like the provider, and Justin's like the the organizer. Like Justin keeps us on track, and Joey's like always the first one to make sure that we have what we need. Like Tom, you're being a douchebag. Quit it. (laughs) No, no, dick, mate. I don't know why I turned Australian to the world. I feel like hey, we're you pretty, gotta, you know. Tom's playing the SpongeBob theme song on guitar. Every <laughs> that's what I provide. Nobody's telling him to like stop. You know, like let him do it. You know, I don't think there's any moms. You know, we we drink a lot of beer and we like to play, listen to music loudly and shit, and and, and do other you know things. You know, uh, toke on things. Maybe some of us sometimes. And, <laughs> So we have fun. There's, there's no money. It's a medicinal thing, you know? state, you know. It's right. We don't judge you here. Ending, you know? We do not judge at the Sloppy Syndicate show. <laughs> we are sloppy for a reason. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you guys, uh, the current version of the band, how long have you guys been together? A year? Really bad with time. Since last year. Um, last year? Okay. We like got December, together. January? 2020, I think. Okay. Well, we got together last year, but me, Tom, and Sherry were on uh, Zoom for a long time uh, during the start of the pandemic, like, plotting what we were going to do, and it kind of just took a long time for things to settle down enough uh, with COVID and the vaccine come out and stuff for everybody to feel comfortable enough to start meeting up and, and, you know, trying to pull it off, so. I'm glad it's back. Clad music is back. Live music yeah. is back. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, this show tomorrow is going to be our only our second show in two years. Okay. Be- nice. Besides wow. the, uh, it's our second public, or we had a little private performance that was at a, at a recording studio in um, oh, yeah. Clearwater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was or in awesome. Largo, yeah. It was yeah. called um, Dupre Studio Recordings. Yeah. Dupre yeah. Studio yeah. Recordings. Shout out to them. They, they, uh, they cool. filmed us and we recorded that set in their studio, like film and audio. So it was cool. It was nice. really fun. Yeah. We have that live on YouTube uh, on our channel. So for the, the folks listening, but sorry. So for the folks listening uh, to the podcast in the future, uh, where can we find that at? Where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find that specific video at the uh, Dupree uh, Studio Recordings on YouTube. Oh yeah, my okay. bad. If you just search "Gloom Child Live," but uh, we don't have that many live uh, videos, so it'll it'll pop up pretty soon. But you can um, find our music like on Spotify, YouTube, everywhere. Yeah, Apple Music, Apple Music, Tidal. Yeah, Tidal. <laughs> if anybody, I don't hey, know. Jay Z, I love Jay Z. Let's get on a playlist on Tidal. Yeah, there you can both. also find them uh, on IG at Gloom Child. So yes. make sure you go like it, support it, uh, give them a follow, tell them you love them, tell them if you think they suck, tell them, give them any kind you of feedback. Yeah. But if you tell, tell them you suck, anything. you probably you might get punched in the mouth. I don't know. Just tell, tell us if you're neutral. Uh, no, we're not going to punch you in the mouth. None of us will do that Someone because we, we. Tom is you. ready. Look at Tom. Tom is like, yeah, I'll punch yeah. you. Tom, in yo, Tom. I mean, Tom might give yeah. him a weird face or something, but I couldn't land. <laughs> <a> <laughs> <I wanted to. laughs> 
just like emotions out of this my coordination is terrible outside of music i would like i could like just swing and not even get close to you and like look at i have apps look at this this is a toothpick there's no way this is doing any damage That's a muscle tom man, you were bro. actually i don't know if you were trying to flex on us right now yeah, or what, no, you're, like, you're looking nothing. pretty buff right now man not hey, gonna that's the shadow i have a softbox right here there's absolutely nothing happening here that's all them scales, right? I'm gonna get, we're gonna get kicked off later, now. Bro. It's not okay. I'm gonna get banned because you just you, you were showing some guns there. Tom, you'll man. never convince him. You never. No, I hate myself. Just know that we think you're shredded. So. Thanks. I think you're. Sh I think all of you guys are shredded. Master Shredder. Yeah, yeah. That too. Shredded wheat, bro. So within the band, what has been the, your favorite song to play, to write, to make? Ooh. All right, I guess we should all we should all go for like one by one. Sherry, go first. Oh, ready. No, <laughs> to to make, I thought you meant you were wait, ready. wait. I was like, this to is make hard. though, to make. I'm gonna tell you there are songs that haven't come out yet that were really fun to make. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, our brand yeah. new uh, I, music. I think we're all really stoked about. We haven't announced it yet. But yeah, <laughs> go, 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 go. Well, I mean, I was going to agree. I was going to say, uh, you know, it's also not out. So, yeah, we do. I have so, a lot of fun. With if I'm, I'm allowed to. Yeah. But besides that, I would say, yeah, Underpass was the most I love Just, Underpass. Underpass. Yeah. yeah. It's the all the good notes. Just I get to beat the crap out of the China at the very end. That's all I wanted. Hell yeah. <laughs> And I got to film that, which was super fun because, like, I just started, like, really diving into, like, photography and stuff. And it was cool to, like, actually have something real to film that wasn't me just, like, filming, like, flowers in my backyard or something. You would have fooled me with that. You had that camera, like, on the, you got the angles, getting all that. Yeah. That was I, just I, such I, a fun day. Yo, Tom, honestly, you were going really hard with that. Yeah. And you when, you, when you had to play, I had to film your part. And that was what was interesting because it's like, all right, Tom just filmed all of our parts. Now what? Okay. <laughs> I guess they, everyone looks at me, Joey, you film it. Like, it all right, guys, it I'll, I, I'll try to keep, because Tom, it was like, how am I going to follow that? Because he just filmed all of us and he was going so hard. I'm like, oh, shoot. I hope I film him as good as he filmed us. Right. And, I just kind of walked in a circle and like twisted the knob. It was it definitely was not as complicated in my brain yeah. as it might have looked. But I was I was just like, God, I really hope this doesn't look like balls on a bigger screen. So uh it came out amazing. So without giving too much information away, when can we expect the new uh single or singles uh to drop? Let's About give it away. Yeah, let's give it away. Yeah, let's give it away. Let's All right. Next single. We're gonna yeah. be we have a brand new album. Um mm -hmm. That is already done, mastered. Should we? Let's just give it away. Let's right? give it away. Let's no, just do it. Don't yeah. give it all away. Don't give it all away. I don't want to oh, ruin anything. Right. But well, I mean, no, I mean, I you're not ruining. We're anything. just excited because we worked with this mastering engineer called Mike Tucci, okay. and he is really awesome and really nice and really good and Grammy nominated dude. Excellent really hair. With our music, excellent hair. Yeah, fantastic hair. <laughs> um, and it was the first time that we've gone outside of our self-production realm and had someone really take care of the master professionally and 
So it sounds huge. It's and, nuts. It's yeah. like it like rattles my Kia soul. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely get so, ready for the uh, boom because so we'll, yeah, it's we'll be, booming. When are we gonna? We're gonna be announcing it. Uh, well, I don't know announcement, but well, the album. I don't know when we announce it, um, but we're gonna have another single. The single, yeah, the I, lead single. For we're gonna have end another of June. Yeah, the end of June, and we'll then, have uh, a single with a music video release, and then okay. we're gonna keep slamming you with uh, singles all summer. Mm-hmm. So, and then at the end of the summer, you might get something that you were expecting, like an album. So, <laughs> so without giving too much away, folks, you heard it here first. Look forward to the next single towards the end of June, which is not too far away. We are almost in June now, so uh, a little over 30 days, and you can hear some fresh music. Until then, go back. Check out their old music. Uh, that's what a lot of folks lack, like we spoke about earlier. Um, you know, not a lot of people go back to the beginning and yeah. listen, you know, listen to uh, you know, all the songs and me, I'm a big music junkie. I love all genres. So I literally, if I could get pay, paid to listen to music, I mean, I'd be a millionaire, but you, they don't pay you to listen to music. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I always enjoy kind of seeing how the band progresses through the years or through, um, you know, through the albums and the singles. And, and that's something I kind of uh, recognize with the band is you guys, like I said earlier, you were consistent and you, you maintain the same sort of uh, sound regardless of who was in the band at the time. So, Well, yeah. I would say that's due to Justin being uh, the start, the originator of the entire project. It, yeah. And he's, he's the guy, the guy who yeah. has, he wrote those first two or three or four projects. Like he wrote all the music up until what we're releasing now with our last like two singles where we we all came together as a um as a band and started really each you know he wanted that yeah. for all of us he didn't want to just be writing all the music by himself even though he is amazing at it and we all love that music but that's why we're in the band because we believe in this you know believe in his vision and all we all rock with it and we're all great friends now so we're all rocking with how we all feel the music is just coming together naturally. Like we all already loved his music. So it's like, it's like how you were saying about an, um, or actually, I don't know if you were saying this, but we were watching um, some interview interviews from your channel, like, you know, throughout the past month and stuff. And one of the interviews I was watching, the guy was saying he uh, joined the band that was like one of his favorite bands in the local scene already. So that's kind of like how I feel because I grew up playing in bands with Justin um, since I was in like middle school or high school. And then I had moved away for a long period of time. So when I moved back and he had already had this music going, my first thing was like when I hit him up, it's like we were going to reconnect as friends and everything. But we never really we weren't really disconnected, but I had lived far away. Um, so when I reconnected with him and got to play in this band, it's like a true blessing to be able to play the music that I love and be able to uh, write the music that I love because when we're all writing music, none of us are stopping each other. Like I see a lot of bands that always have like conflicting ideas and that could actually break up some bands, but like we actually rock with each other's ideas and are willing to flow with the creativity of each other and respect each other's like creative vision. So that's one of the things that it's like, 
so cool to me about being in a band. I mean, with uh, my best friends, you know? Yeah. And, and like you said, not a lot of bands um, kind of mash as well as, as you guys seem to. So it's always good when a band, everybody's, you know, encompasses the same thing, whether you like that song or not, but you know, you guys bring each, each one of you bring a certain talent and a certain style and you guys can kind of mash that together and, and, and make it work. So, um, yeah. you know, so that that's something unique. Like you said, a lot of bands have, split up a lot of bands have separated or took a hiatus just because things of you know that nature so um so tell the fans where does the name gloom child come from oh man well i told this i'd said this before so i guess i gotta tell it (laughs) i guess it's not that bad i was like gonna record uh, a friend of mine who had never done music before and she wanted to make some music we never actually did but she needed a moniker and i told her i would try to come up with some ideas and i was kind of trying to describe her um and then i told one of my close friends about it and i was like this name is sick right and he's like yeah bro is that your new band's name i was like already writing the first uh record at that point i didn't have a name for it and i was like no (laughs) this is for someone else and then we decided that I should not tell her about it and I'll keep it. And so that's what I did. Cause uh, <laughs> I don't know. It describes me too. You know, we're like emo basically. Okay. So uh, we all, we all, I'm pretty there's sure. No, like, yeah. It's not like super <laughs> thought out or anything, I guess. It's just kind of like a, it sounds cool. And, but it kind of slowly started to, to really feel comfortable with me putting out music under this moniker and uh and so i just went with it and now it's a whole you know i think we all feel a certain kind of i don't know it's a vibe when you're in gloom you know when you say it almost i feel like not to sound crazy but i don't Sorry, know justin too late no I'm just playing. yeah <laughs> it's not like a crazy yeah no I, I mean i don't know it's just it's something that kind of just stuck and i didn't ever think we'd be doing anything like this uh on the you know trying to get into marketing and push ourselves to really be like a touring national act and stuff so but luckily it's not it's it's aged well i think so it's like a, like a fine bourbon so <laughs> yeah, uh, for me yeah it's always nice. It's always cool just to see the story or, you know, how names do come about. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so, so many cool stories and, you know, just how you come up with names. Um, We're super proud of the name for sure, I think. That name is so sick. I remember like so I um, I didn't actually know Justin when I learned about Gloomchild. I actually found Gloomchild on like a sponsored Instagram post when No Love dropped. And I'm just like holy fuck like this is crazy it was a, like a, a lot of times like and i was at a stage in my life where i really did not have a lot of like strong i was in like an emotionally weird state so like i didn't react like a lot to things but that really took my attention and then like i clicked on the ad and i realized he's in tampa and i'm like holy shit so i don't even quite know how he ended up i think sherry so sherry and i were actually in another band around that yeah time. Was kind we were of, in a band together and then tom sent this to me and and I was just like, you're telling me this guy is in Tampa. He lives in our city. And he yeah, said, I was blown away. I was going to and the guitar center that you work at the whole time. It's so crazy. 
And then one day, I don't remember, I was like, I came out of a lesson and I think I saw you getting strings and then like, yo, yeah. Justin. And then like, so later we got to like talking and stuff and then honestly hearing about this interaction like knowing justin better is actually really funny it's hilarious <laughs> he came up right behind me and he's like, like blown away yeah he's like seven feet tall <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck bro I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a large man uh but there's a <laughs> And then, like, I found out we had a lot of the same friends, like, growing up. Like, he knew, like, one of my childhood best friends really well because they went to high school together. And, like, we he knew a lot of my neighbors and regularly hung out in my neighborhood. And I just, like, didn't. We had our passions hadn't crossed. And we were just, like, existing next to each other for our whole childhoods. And I, I think it's just really wild how it all just, like, came together at, like, just the right time. So yeah. it was like, a, what, what, what did Big Daddy say? It goes together like a spaghetti and a tuna fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Spaghetti and tuna fish? Yeah. Put some mayonnaise on that fish, bro. Get that protein. I could have said it better myself. So tell us a little bit about your musical influences. How did you get involved in music? Uh, was it a family member or a, a song, or a certain band? What pushed you to uh, produce music and become a musician? Who wants to go first, Sherry? We got to come up with an order to do this. Justin, know. you start. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I, my dad had a, like a home studio in the 90s when I was, I was born in 95, New York, and he had like a home studio in the basement and so i just grew up like literally walking around all this stuff all the time and always looking at it and always looked so cool and my dad was like making all these songs in the basement and so they got me a keyboard when i was four and then i played the one joint um everything i do i do it for you that song you, that's metal. I played, yeah. <laughs> I played it because well, like it would show you how to play it, and so I just played it. And then like my mom came in and saw me doing it, and she freaked out. And then is maybe it like Brian Adams or something. Yeah. It is Brian Adams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brian. And uh, she had a party and made me play in front of everybody. Oh. <laughs> and oh, then wow. yeah, I uh, and then I have not been able to stop making music ever since. So. And yeah, I like Event Sevenfold, Killswitch Engage is my favorite band. Um, Adam D, he's the best producer ever. And Joey Sturges, you know, that's all my stuff. All right, Joey. All right. So I started playing piano when I was like pretty young, four or five years old. And I used to like to play like whatever my sister, my older sister would teach me. I'm the youngest of a uh, nine in the blended family. So I have like stepbrothers and stepsisters. And my, my sister would teach me how to play piano when I was a kid. And I always was pretty rhythmic. But when um, my stepbrother, he brought a guitar home because his mom, um, his mom knew how to play guitar and gave him a guitar he brought a guitar and taught me how to play like the intro of uh, BYOB by System of a Down. And he taught me how to play like White Stripes, uh, Seven Nation Army and stuff like that. I think they're just just those two little riffs 
they were super critical in me getting inspired to learn how to play guitar because I just would always, after that, it wasn't my guitar, but I was always ask my dad, I was like, yo, can I get a guitar? Can I get a guitar? And then one year for Christmas, a few years later, I got a guitar and just kept playing guitar. When I was in middle school and I met Justin, it was because <clears throat> we have a mutual friend um, who I would skate with. And he introduced me to Justin because he said Justin was looking for a keyboard player. And I said, yeah, like, you know, fuck it. I'll play keyboards. <laughs> Um, because even though guitar was like what I really liked, I knew how to play piano from when I was younger, my sisters taught me. And so I hopped on the keyboards and from there, I really just started taking music really seriously. I started, we used to practice like every day, play shows every weekend when we were really young. So it was kind of like a crash course in how to, uh, be in a band basically. <laughs> like we used to play at like every, uh, Every week, I'd have to try to convince my parents that, like, okay, <laughs> like at the dinner at, at uh, dinner at night, I'd be like, all right, so this weekend I'm playing at the Pegasus Lounge or the Neptune's Lounge. They're like, you do what? No, you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, Yo, this is what I'm. This is what I do. Like, I'm in like middle school time. My parents, I'm doing this no matter what. You can't stop me. <laughs> so basically, stuff like that, and then just keep keeping on playing music until now. So. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can shred the piano. I can, Mary had a little lamb. Damn, I can. <laughs> that's about that's about all I can play on the piano. And guitar hero, pro, but a real oh, yeah. guitar, I'm not. <laughs> so, how you get started? <laughs> I suck at guitar hero. I hate but that shit. I love a lot of heavy bands like or so. Suicide Silence was one of the first heavy bands that I started listening to, and like. The Devil Wears Prada, Under Oath was actually like my favorite band. Like I, I actually grew up and lived in the same like community as the guitar player Tim and the bass player Grant. Like oh, when super they cool. And so when I was a kid, I used to actually show, go over, knock on their door, be like, "Yo, I want to show you guys my band's demo," and and they would like listen and be like, "Oh, like you know, we were just, it's like." They were just like being cool like they were super nice people and they didn't even they just thought it was cool or whatever and we just that was something that was really inspired me is under oath like growing up so it's one of my favorite bands for sure all right cherry it's my turn there's i feel like there's a lot that went into it um in my family it's really my immediate family it's it's really just me who is a musician i also have an uncle who's a musician um and so when i was about like seven i remember getting a guitar for christmas i think um and i mean you know i was that age so i didn't really take it super seriously at the time um but then at age 10 i got an electric guitar for christmas and to this day, like I still remember the day and it was like, I got an electric guitar and um, no doubts greatest hits album. And I listened to it on my Walkman and just strummed, even though it probably <laughs> sounded horrible. <laughs> I was just like, I have no idea what's going on or what I'm doing, but I'm having a great time. And then you I got into your punk phase. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I, <laughs> So I listened to like a lot of like No Doubt and Nirvana in like fourth and fifth grade. I was like 10, 11 years old. 
Um, I have older siblings, um, especially my older sister. She had like a whole stack of CDs and I would just, I would just like take them and listen to them. Um, I taught myself a little guitar. I learned all the notes on the piano um, by myself. And then I started becoming classically trained um, in about in sixth grade. Um, and that's when I started playing the drums and and I did percussion actually in school all the way up until I graduated. Um, and I ended up majoring in music in college um, in music ed. Oh, very so, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a music teacher now as well. Nice. Yeah. Cody. Oh, well, skip Tom. Um, well, so we're saving was, time for last. But it'll be a good story, I bet. <laughs> it'll be really I'm already understanding yeah. yourself, Cody. No, no, my mine's all right. But I I was never really the person to play music growing up, I guess. I listened to a lot of music that like my dad would give me like Aerosmith, Metallica, Iron Maiden, like the classic, you know, heavy metal stuff. Um, but I didn't play anything until I was in. Uh, well, I actually, that's not true because I played uh, in the drum corps in elementary school, but I don't play drums now. I started playing tenor sax in middle school. Played that all the way through high school. And at some point in high school, I bought a bass because I, I wanted to be able to like play the music that I was listening to at the time because I was really into like Circa, all the post-hardcore acts that were coming around then that were like really blowing up. And uh, yeah, I bought like this cheap, like $200 bass that I still have upstairs somewhere um and just started like messing around and i like watched a bunch of videos and basically taught myself how to do that with the knowledge of like music that i was bringing on from like being in jazz band in high school and being in like uh, a more you know orchestral environment and more like school environment and learning the like the theory i remember like my high school jazz band teacher like sitting us down once a week and just like non-stop talking theory for like a whole hour and like i wanted to pay attention i was like i need to like really take this in and and understand what he's getting at because he <laughs> obviously knows something that we we don't get right now um but yeah incorporated that into bass and then like i want to say it was my first or second year of college i joined a band with a friend of ours me and justin and uh, Justin wasn't in it at first, but he ended up joining like a maybe six, eight months later. And we played a bunch of shows. We toured around the southeast coast like back a few years ago now. And then as that kind of dissolved, you know, we we talked. I joined Gloom Child, and yeah, here we are. And like when I like, and I sorry to cut you off, Tom. We'll get to we'll we'll get to you, Tommy boy. But uh, <laughs> you know, so when I hear Gloom Child, I feel like, or I don't feel like, I, I envision like a death metal. It has that kind of like death mat death metal band vibe, but clearly totally opposite, folks. But sorry to interrupt you, Tom. Not, Let's hear no, you're not totally opposite. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like you heard Crux, right? That's not death metal, but I think <laughs> we're definitely not. I, I don't want anyone to ever think we would never do anything death metal esque because we definitely we definitely listen to that stuff. We yeah. have influences <laughs> from that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you uh, do you know the band White Ward? 
I am not familiar with it. No, yeah, they're they're a Ukrainian like black metal band, and they have some jazz influence. They're about to like release one of their like I don't know. Their older stuff is good, but what they're about to put out is they've their other single just came out I think today, uh, but their first single is like 13 minutes long. It's insanely good. Like, and what was the name of that? I'm gonna look it up. White Ward. White Ward. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic man. Really yeah, we went to a, a metal death metal show last night, and um, Akula, a uh, super good. Like, uh, you know, up here in Orlando, so got to see them. Yeah. You know, they're touring. Um, you know, so super cool. I know Born of Osiris is coming to Tampa soon. I love Born of Osiris, so. Yeah. Shout out, Lee. Yeah. All right, Tommy, your turn. Tell us uh, about your phenomenal story. All right. So uh, I picked up the guitar because my sister originally wanted a guitar, and then she played with it for a while. And then I think once she realized she had to cut her nails, she's like, nah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's my turn. And then I, I, don't, I don't remember how old I was. I was probably like six or seven at this time. Maybe, yeah, probably like seven. Um, and then I remember I couldn't figure out how to um, make the notes come out. Like, I, I didn't understand that you had to, like, press your finger hard because I didn't have any, like, dexterity. So I, like, just within 10 minutes, I'm like, fuck this, I quit. Maybe not exactly in that um, quote. I don't think that's what I said. But something along those lines is a seven-year-old appropriate statement. And so I had my... Yeah. Um, I had I this... Went and cooled off a little bit, and then I came out and I heard my dad on the phone with his friend, and he's like, "Yeah, this kid thinks he's gonna be a rock star overnight." And that was like the first time where I was like, "God damn it, I know he's right." <laughs> damn, that's <laughs> pretty mean. It was like a self-actualization moment, and then I think um, what really got me into it was uh, I had a couple of friends that I was going to uh, daycare with in like fourth grade at the time, and they turned me onto Green Day and System of a Down, and this is like right when American Idiot came out and I think like yes. Mesmerized and Hypnotized and that era. Oh man. So, like, it, yeah, I, forget to say, I got American Idiot for my birthday in fifth grade. So that sounds well, about right. I mean, I I don't listen to Green Day a lot anymore, but like it's still timeless. It's so good. Anyways, yeah. um, so then I remember I did that for probably like a year and then I started like playing guitar. Like I I took some lessons, um, just like, I guess, nothing too special yet. I was just kind of fucking around. And then um, I was sitting in my grandma's house on uh, her computer, scrolling through the AOL sessions before YouTube was a thing. <laughs> and I ran into it. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got the sound bite ready. <laughs> discovered Slipknot because that's where I found the um I, I yeah. stumbled across the volume three sessions where they did like three nil and duality and the blister exists and I'm, I was just in I was infatuated by them specifically Mick Thompson like he immediately caught my yeah. attention He's always been one of my favorite guitar players and so for years probably like probably until like seventh or eighth grade I was really just Slipknot like metallic and mostly Slipknot and like uh, sort of like adjacent bands. Um, I had a buddy who got me into like um, like Suicide Silence and stuff like that, but I wasn't super into that yet. I was still very much like just a maggot at that time. And then I took a really hard left turn and I started getting into like Never Shout Never and like the MySpace core. Like, 
I did, okay, so yesterday we were talking about music we didn't want to admit that we listened to. And I'm about to like were they in your top eight? <laughs> I think they were, yeah. Uh, never, I still actively revisit Never Shout Never. I, I, I still like them a lot. Um, I, I liked it a little bit, too. It's, it's, so, it's so good. And then um, I used... Never was, like, Shout, one... but you'll never listen to them again. No, I'm going to. I'm going to listen to them again. for you, Cody. I'm going to come to your house and blast it out my little debut. Oh, man. Yeah. So yeah, then I got there yeah. and then um I so my sister also like at this point like I didn't really have like a an a sense of identity yet. So I was just copying everything my sister did and she joined band and so I joined band too and I wanted to play drums originally, but my parents were like, No, they're too loud. So I'm like, All right, let me think of the next most annoying instrument I can think of. So I picked up the trumpet and <laughs> I played that for eight years. And then <laughs> I did marching band in high school, uh, didn't really play guitar much. I mean, I fucked around on it, but I was definitely like a marching band guy. And my senior year, I switched over to snare drum, which was super fun. And then I went to USF and marched quads. And that's where Sherry and I met because yeah. we I wanted to line. go back and mention that, yes, Tom and I played drums together in Drumline. And yeah. that, that was, was the most wild that fucking was quite year. experience. It was so crazy. That was okay. So Sherry and I, a, a quick segue from music, but like the, the moment Sherry and I went from like casual acquaintances to best friend, I had one of the most traumatic experiences of my life on one of those days where during that time. And Sherry, like she, I don't think we had more than like a, a casual conversation. Maybe you came to my dorm once or twice, but like you were so there for me. And like, from that moment, like, I just knew it was like, like, I didn't like, we were going to be friends forever. And then we started making music together. And I'm like, I don't want to do this with anybody else. So like, Sherry, from like, when we started, when we met each other in college, I remember in like 2015, I showed up to, uh, she was fucking around in the College of Music, and I brought my acoustic guitar. I was like, let's figure out how to mix a guitar and a marimba together. And like, that was it didn't so work. funny. <laughs> I mean, we could make it work now, probably, but like at the time, I don't think we could. And then um, it I was would, fun, though. It was really fun. And then somewhere in there, um, I was I'm, one of my friends turned me on to Chan, and that absolutely changed my life. Like it was a complete like I literally felt my whole body change. Like that was like I think with Chan, it's like, I don't know what it is. It's like a drug. Either you are addicted to it the first time, or you're just like meh. And then you move on like there's no in between like I, so i got like i was like instantly and i like i listened to that album grow i think multiple times a day for all of 2015 and 2016 and i got really into polyphia and intervals and pliny and uh like steven taranto and like rick graham and all those like super crazy shredders and yeah there was um a moment where i think what really okay so actually there's a specific day where Sherry and I, we were at the show together. It was Polyphia, Covet, and uh, God, I don't remember. Who, Jason it Richardson. Was, uh, yeah, Polyphia, Covet, Jason Richardson. Um, mm, I love Jason Richardson. It was at Crowbar in yeah. like February in 2017. It was and like turning somehow, show for for us yeah. as musicians. Somehow that day, I don't know what happened, but Sherry and I managed to have conversations with Yvette Young and David Adamiak from the from COVID. And that was like a and then like I got to like I was really up close because it was crowbar and Polyphia wasn't like popping super hard yet. 
And like, so I was right up there just like screaming in Clay Gober's face the whole time. And we ended up talking after the show and like, we, I kept just like coming to Polyphia shows and like, we kept saying hi to each other and stuff. And it was just like, a, there was a moment where it's like, all right, this is, this is the sign that we have to take this boss to the wall. Like there's no Yeah, we were just to... like, we're doing this. Yeah, it's like, this is it. And then like, just kind of wheeling deal. And we were in this other band called, uh, we were in a band called Flight Panda for a while. It was kind of like a math rocky alternative type thing, but it just didn't work out. I think we um, we we had a lot of learning to do as far as like band dynamic and work ethic and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, we so, learned a lot. Yeah, we learned a lot through that time. And then um, afterwards, I think um, I started a solo project. I was uh, conspiring with Justin and just like we've been just grinding ever since and now we're here and it all kind of feels very surreal that it's all coming full circle in a meaningful way well i i have a joke from the beginning right. of the story but uh it got kind of somber and you know there's a lot <laughs> of meaning you know towards the end but at the beginning what i got was you stole your sister's guitar and you weren't the brightest crayon in the box Hell fucking yeah. That hasn't changed, dude. Like the only if I did not have an instrument in my hand, you would not believe I'm a functioning human being. Just straight up. That's just I'm messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I had to take the opportunity for that joke. So I like that. I'm glad you did. But yes, so uh, I was trombone Donnie in middle school till I got kicked out of band. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> instrument. Do you still have one? Crazy hard. Uh, it's at my mom's and probably locked up in, not locked up, but probably in the, the attic go. or in the closet or something because I, I was never good at it and I got kicked out anyway. So <laughs> if you're coming tomorrow, bring it. I'll bring my trumpet. We'll jam. Fuck yeah, uh, yeah you, you don't want me to bring my trombone. <laughs> this would, that would not end very well. Everyone would like leave. They'll be like, "No, no we're we're to you really we're suck." You need to believe it. So, um, yeah, we're we're about ready to wrap up, folks. We are an hour yeah. in. So this band is Gloomchild. You can wow. find them at Gloomchild. Hour went by. It's uh, amazing how fast time goes when you're having fun. Um, yeah. So, any life. final departing words uh, from Gloomchild? to the fans out there uh i guess i'll start i think we probably all have a lot of stuff to say but thank you so much for listening to the new single and and it means a lot to us and we're working really hard to try to make sure we have this album roll out be really epic and have awesome music videos and awesome merch uh so and we're on you know we're right there we're about to launch the new album so be on the lookout for that and you're really gonna like it i think <laughs> it's it's definitely a huge departure i think from our older stuff in a really good way it's got all that stuff that i guess we kind of had before but it's just 10 times uh it's 10 times faster and heavier i feel like and it's just juicier you know what i mean it's juicy. Like, yeah it's, it's super juicy thick. Like yeah, they call it thick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're gonna be putting out a lot of new music for the rest of the year, and for you know, we have a lot of music. I'll say that, and we're we're trying to put it all out as soon as possible. So, and folks, if you're in the Tampa area, you can check them out four to seven tomorrow at uh, what market? 
The market on uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Market on Florida. Market on Florida in Tampa, so you can cl- catch Gloomchild live. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the show. I look Thank forward you. to seeing what you guys do in the future. Keep submitting to the uh, the brackets. And um, and this is how I end the show, folks. It is okay not to be okay. So it is okay not to be okay. If you ever need to, reach out to somebody. Suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255 or text GO to 741-741. Reach out to a friend, family, uh, whoever you need to. And always remember, again, it is okay not to be okay. And uh, remember, I hope we pleasured your ear holes. Hope we made your ear holes moist tonight. And again, keep it sloppy until the next episode. And we'll see you soon. We love y'all. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you.